Unchained Bandit. But first, mm-hmm. um, growing up, um, who were some of your favorite producers that you kind of like paid attention to? I wouldn't necessarily say paid attention to, but kind of like I would say inspired you to want to get into the. Oh, man. Paid attention to, you mean study? Man, yeah. Timbo, Timbo, um, Paulo the Dunn, Pharrell. Okay. Um, even Beethoven when he first wow. came out, yeah. Saudi Red, Drummer Boy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I have a few influences. Even even Dr. Dre, just how he just how like he just you know his whole career was just mm-hmm. he started as an underdog and you know just came came out on top. You yeah. know doing things other than music. You know killing the music game and then doing stuff for music, but not necessarily making the music. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm pretty sure there's a few others. I probably left out, left out the small, like, smaller producers, mm-hmm. but, you know. Gotcha. All right, so you worked That's with That's the Future. basics. Okay, gotcha. So you worked with Future, Young Thug, Moneybag Gill um, for the newest track that will be released this Friday, um, Blue Grain Bandit. How was it collaborating with those three on a one track? Man, um, shit, bro. I, I basically, I have a good relationship with all three of them, mm-hmm. especially, um, especially Thug and Future, since we we we're all from Atlanta or whatever. But kind of just being around them since the beginning of like my career and stuff. But money, but money bag. I met him along along this wild journey in the music. You know, when he first came to Atlanta, when he first came out, he came to Atlanta, and, you know, I linked up with him, and we've been cool, like, ever since. So mm-hmm. getting all all three of them on the same track, like, I don't I don't even think they all three of them been on the same track before, but just even putting it together, it's yeah. been fun for me and Southside. Nice. And, like, I was, you said Atlanta. Like, do you feel like in Atlanta, like, with a lot of the artists, that it's kind of like a, a brotherhood with how- Everybody try to try to like kind of support everyone. Yeah, I mean, eventually, yeah, yeah. Just everybody being around and stuff. You mm-hmm. really, sometimes you really have no choice because you see them every day. <laughs> so it's like, all right. So if I don't if I don't support him, I look like a hater. Right. I mean, right. And then some people, you know, some a lot of people you want to support and you want to see them win as well. So. And you just really want to work with them in general, and they end up winning. So, right. Atlanta has like a, a a good culture when it comes to like artists collabing with each other and producers mm-hmm. making up and stuff like that. Gotcha. So you released your singles, um, like your singles, Tokyo Nights with uh, Maiden Tio, and then you did one with RR with Smoke Perk. How was it working with uh, those two artists? Uh, it's different. It's yeah. different because they're, of course, they're totally different people, but their music is totally different as well. You know, so working with Made in Tokyo, we was um, I actually had a studio crib in um in L.A. that Capital actually got me to work on the album and stuff. So I had different people pulling up. Southside came in town. Travis Scott, Freddie Wap, um, Lil Dicky. Jack West. It was yeah. it was it was a shitload of artists coming in. So I just we just had people kicking it over there every day and stuff and 
Tokyo ended up coming over, and when he came over, he really, you know, he really didn't leave. You know, he stayed a whole day, left that night, and came back the next day. <laughs> so it was one of them where we did we did a few songs. And shout out my my boy DJ Moon. He, he signed to me. Uh, he was actually my engineer at the time, and then I signed him as a producer. But he right. helped me get through uh, a lot of these records. You know, help record it and help get a lot of stuff done. But the 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 the, the native Tokyo Tokyo Nights, right? Basically, we I was sitting I was sitting there watching the playoffs. I think it was the. NBA playoffs or some shit, and yeah. Tokyo was like, "Man, I, I just got, I just got done um, doing these records, man. Can I get, can I get some more beats? I need some more beats." And I was like, "Damn, man, I, I really don't have. I, I was giving all my shit out at the time. I'm like, damn, you just rapped on six of them, so I'm like, man, I really had to, I had to run upstairs super quick, and I, and I think I made the beat in like eight to ten minutes, wow. just so I could give them something to rap on. Mm-hmm. Yeah." <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so that I mean, and it was kind of cool how he just came up with the record, like while everybody was there. I think Travis Scott had just left, but oh, it was wow. still a whole bunch of people in there, and he just came up with the record and stuff. The Smoke Perk record, it was actually me and DJ Moon. We did the beat, but he he was actually in the session with him when he got done, and they called mm-hmm. me and they was like, "Bro, we got this song." It was originally supposed to go on Smoke Perk's album. But then he didn't put it on there, and I was like, "Shit, I might as well use it for my project." The song's so hard. I'm like, "Damn, this shit too hard to just be sitting, right. sitting, sitting on somebody's laptop or some shit." So, you know, just and he was talking about a Rose Royce, so I named it Double R. Nice. Okay. So you worked with um, like you know, so many artists. Um, who has been your favorite artist to like kind of work with so far? Man, favorite artist? I mean, mm-hmm. I got three. Okay. <laughs> I got three. Is is Travis Scott? Okay. Future, Future, and Lil Uzi Vert. Nice. Okay. And you produced the fire track P two off Eternal Take, and um, it was said that it only took forty five minutes to create. Um, how did you drop that beat so fast? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was kind of, if, if you listen, it's the same. It's a, I did that same, damn near the same exact drum line as XO Tour Life. So mm-hmm. all I had to do was kind of just recreate, like, a mm-hmm. new melody, new sounds, a new vibe, basically, which that's kind of, it, it sounds easy, but it's hard, like, just, trying to come up with a sound that nobody's had or yeah, sound yeah. that nobody heard before. Yeah, it's but I mean, we sat on the phone for I mean, me and Uzi was on the phone for probably like that the day we made it, because it took us like two, three days to make. Mm-hmm. But getting the logistics down and stuff, man, we was on the phone for like fucking on FaceTime for like seven hours. Wow. Yeah, so he was. I was sending the beat back and forth. He was telling me to take stuff out that he didn't like, add stuff in. His um, he'll be recording, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Bro, you like that?" And I'm like, "That's cool. I think you can come a little bit harder." You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or I'd be like, "Yeah, that's fine, but that's fine. Leave that in there." Or, but you know, it took us. It took it. It took me probably fifteen minutes, twenty, 
15 to 20, 25 minutes to make the beat, and then, but we were still, like, editing it. But the whole time, we was on FaceTime doing the record. So it it was new to me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was something new, like, just like, okay, shit, fuck it. Let's get on this album. <laughs> nice. All right, and um, you mentioned, you know, you're a producer, so I, I just want to ask this question because, like, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, kind of the same thing or similar to, like, the sound that's coming out of, like, rap music today. Um, so a lot of people have said that, you know, some of the beats that a lot of the rappers are using kind of sound similar. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like, um, do you feel like this, like it's the same exact drums that are that people are using in some of their songs, or do you think it, it's different? It depends on the artist, I guess. I don't know. What do you? What um, do you think? I mean, honestly, a lot of the songs, a lot of the songs do kind of be having the same makeup when it comes to production because you got to think about it. It's on. It's it's like. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a few popping producers. Well, it's a lot of popping producers now. But yeah. it's like anything that anything that an artist is rapping on, producers tend to try to send them the same type of beat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whoever's hot at the moment, they try to send off that sound type shit. Right. And you know, um, just being being with 808 Mafia and like you know being around Metro and San Diego and DJ Spins and different mm-hmm. other producers when we was coming up, every time we made a sound, like, producers was always trying to, you know, yeah. mimic it. Or, it, or I mean, but there's nothing wrong with that because that's how music is done. You know what I'm saying? We we still mimic stuff from fucking 1996 and people don't <laughs> even be knowing it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's still, mm-hmm. I mean, that I mean that's not a bad thing, but, you know, when, it, when the change becomes saturated with the same sound, it's like, damn, I don't even want to listen to shit right. Like right now. You know what I'm saying? You might not even want to listen to your homeboy shit. Like, like damn, bro, I don't want to... I mean, I want to hear you, but, you know, these beats kind of sound the same, but... Or rappers tend to start trying to sound like other rappers. Yeah, it's... Instead of, like, you know, coming up, you know, even, you know, when I was younger, I got to see different trends, all the different transitions, well, not all of them, but a lot of different transitions in music. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I was younger, fucking Tupac and them was out. Yeah. And, you know, Criss Cross uh, was out, and different groups was out. So, like, nobody was, like, I'm not trying to compare Tupac and Criss Cross and all of them, but I'm just saying the different type of artist without nobody was sounding the same. Like nobody. Biggie sound like Biggie, Tupac sound like Tupac. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um uh, Bone Thug sounded like Bone Thug. So yeah. but now it's like sometimes you don't know who is who unless it's Thug or if it's Future or if right. it's Uzi or if it's Cardi or you know, yeah. you don't know who is or Kendrick or, you know, on that scale, but man, you just don't know. And yeah. I think, you know, it starts with, I guess it's, it might start with the producers, but it, on the flip side, it can start with the artist. If the artist say, man, I, this ain't my style of beats, I'm not trying to really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, it's not me, then, you know, maybe it'll change, but I don't see it changing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it is what it is. 
But it's not. But it's not a bad thing. I'm. I'm. A, I mean, I love the way music is today. Yeah. It's dope. So, I mean, to each his own. All right, and um, I want to ask you: Could you name one artist that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with? Like, let's let's say maybe an artist right now in the new school uh, artist class. Who is there an artist you haven't worked with that you want to work with? Man, I want to work with. I want to work with, and it might sound crazy, but Daft Punk. I don't know if you heard of Daft Punk before. <laughs> of course, I heard of Daft Punk. Yeah, Daft. man. I want to, man. I got some different kind of beats, like that people, you know, people don't mm-hmm. normally know me for making these kind of beats, and I definitely right. would want to get them on one of them. Wow, that'll be pretty like dope to like see how that turns out. But yeah. Yeah, I for sure. So- I'm, I'm definitely this year. I'm trying to. I'm trying to open, you know, other doors and, you know, yeah. do different things while 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 I'm still, you know, helping take 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 over the music and mm-hmm. hip, I mean, you know, hip hop and trap and shit like that. Right. But I also I also have my own production group, Crash Dummy. Um I just started it. Well mm-hmm. I just started signing producers. I've been started it and I was the only producer in Crash Dummy for a long time. So wow. like a lot of my accomplishments, you know, the the EXO tour life going eight times platinum, almost diamonds, Grammy yeah. nominated twice. All of that stuff is on my production label. So it's like it's time for a new production label to kind of come out here and, you know, start doing their thing. So while, while we're doing that, I'm trying to mold my producers up and, you know, turn them up and get them on my level so, you know, eventually – I can venture off and do my own thing on, on other stuff that don't have anything to do with music. Right. Nice. Um, with the new uh, single that's dropping on Friday, what should fans expect from that track with uh, Moneybag, Future, and Young Thug? A new collab, hot heat, just high, high like adrenaline, just, mm-hmm. man, just crazy vocals, crazy produ- production. You know, just you know, it's just I don't know. I just want them to look at it like a WWE tag team. You're gonna see them coming back in right. and out, in and out, going crazy. Uh-huh. You know, me and Southside, me and Southside gave the fans like a high energy production on the beat and put together this record. Hopefully, all the fans love it and enjoy that. You know, we're finally getting getting the chance to put out music uh-huh. without you know it getting blocked or leaked or, you know, any of those right. things. Nice. I'm definitely going to check it out. But I have one more question for you. Um, because I write for Respect Magazine, um, what does respect mean to you? Like, when you first think of the word respect or when you hear it, what comes to mind? Well, respect, mm-hmm. basically, you know, carrying carrying yourself in the right way so that you do earn respect and earn respect in the right way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never wanted to get respect off of, you know, being a bully in the industry or, you know, yeah. just like, you know, accomplishing stuff that I really didn't accomplish, you know what I'm saying? Taking credit taking credit for people accomplishments and stuff like that. So I always, you know, respect even coming from, you know, even coming from the trap, not even trap music, it's like, bro, being in that atmosphere is like you have to have a certain a certain kind of respect for it, like, you know what I'm saying, 
uh, people around you and how to, you know, how to deal with people. So I feel like respect takes you a long way, especially in the music industry and in life. Yeah. So, you know, respect means, you know, power, you know, just, I mean, I just want honest respect. Yeah. (laughs) I understand. All right, and that's going to end our interview, um, Tim. Thank you so much for doing this interview. And like I said, I will be checking out that um, track at midnight. No, definitely. And um, come out at midnight um, on Thursday night. Well, Friday, yeah, at midnight. Yeah. I'm tripping. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this interview. <laughs> the rest of your day. All right, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Yep, thank you.